Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. And we're here today uh, talking Downey with Mario and Eric with my co-host, Eric Pierce. Oh, he's not here. My co-host, Eric Pierce. What happened to Eric Pierce on there? I'll let you in on the secret on there. I can't tell you where he's at, but he's doing something very important and he'll announce it later. So so today we don't have my co-host, Eric Pierce from the Downey Patriot. Uh, but I do have two guests that have been instrumental in starting a movement in our community. And with me here, I have, and why don't you introduce yourselves, ladies? Sure, my name is Dorothy Pemberton, lifelong resident of Downey. Great. Lisette Rivera, um, long-time resident of Downey as well. Great. Thank you. So we've had a movement for the last year in the city of Downey. Uh, in November 2020, uh, the citizens of Downey were deceived. And somebody got elected that came out several months later with a criminal history and a criminal past. Uh, these ladies, along with their team, took it upon themselves on their, to make sure that Downey has something better to offer. So they started a recall campaign against Catherine Alvarez. And last year, they came very close. They were within 35 votes of getting the signatures to needed on the ballot. They needed 3,500 signatures or so forth. So what did they do? They came back and hustled and did it again. For the first time in the history of Downey, we have an election to recall a city councilwoman. So ladies on their First of all, congratulations for your movement and what you've done. Nobody has worked harder in the city of Downey than you both leading this team on there. So tell us a little bit, why did you decide to do this? I'll ask both of you on there. Why did you decide to get involved such a heavy, a heavy uh, commitment, if you will, to do this? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we started hearing from others in the community of her criminal past, and we were basically shocked. All these years, everyone that has sat there as a council person has never had such a tattered past. And this should have come out during the election or before the election so we could make an informed and educated vote. So we kept brainstorming and thinking, what are we gonna do? We had no clue what to do or how to do it, but the word recall came out so voters could now have a chance and be informed. And that's exactly what we started to do. Right, right. You know, um, to me, I think uh, I felt there was a huge lack of representation. As a Latina, I felt embarrassed and ashamed. And it really bothered me because, you know, I'm raising my children here. I have four children, I'm a mother of four. And so, you know, when I think of city councils, I think of leaders, you know, people that we look up to, we admire. You know, our, you know city councils go to our school functions. You know, our children get to shake their hands and I'm sorry, but that's not the type of example that I want for my children. Someone who lied and deceived our community. So it mattered to us, you know. So let's get right to the point on there. So what is these criminal charges? What is it, the deception on there? You guys want to delve in and you want to tell mm -hmm. our viewers well, exactly what happened? Um, one of the biggest is the welfare fraud. You know, um, there's a sense of, um, you know, to me, it, it really bothers me. Um, I understand there's a need, everyone has a need at time, but to be so deceitful and to take away something that is not yours, um, 
you know, it's a stepping stone. You start here, where does it end? So she committed welfare fraud. Mm -hmm. She committed welfare fraud. And some of the residents, um, a lot of the residents felt that stealing and mm -hmm. shoplifting, she's, this is an adult. You know, as a child, yes, we may have taken a piece of gum, and we learned our lesson as, this is an adult. And to say that you needed to steal for an art project, it wasn't a grocery store, it wasn't food. Even the fact just stealing, let alone there's no logic in doing that, or there's no... Um, um, understanding of, well, my child needed this for their school project. But, you know, the school has so many resources. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to do it other than that. One of, one of the things that I can think of is TLC. Mm -hmm. You know, they give so much to our community, and I'm pretty sure that if she ever reached out, it would have helped her. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, I heard she had two uh, warrants for her arrest. So that just shows what she didn't attend her court proceedings and mm -hmm. the issue arrest warrants. Again, um, you know, um, not following up on the due process, you know, you've been charged for something, you know, show up, you know, take some sense of responsibility. It shows character and lack of. That's an issue for me. And I believe I read that the service hours, community service hours, were not fulfilled. Yes. The fines were not paid in full. Yes. And so then they just erase it because it's a small balance. But the point that she didn't do what was required of her, again, it says standard. something, speaks volumes. So, so a couple months ago, I heard her on a podcast, and uh, it was somebody that was very favorable to her that wanted her, uh, mm -hmm. you know, wanted to help clear her name, if you will. So she was telling, it was just in her own voice, she was telling the story about how she got caught shoplifting at Michael's. And she says she was outside, and the security guard came up to her and wanted to go back in the store because he knew she was shoplifting. And she said, this is out of her own voice. No, I understand that. But if I go back inside, you're going to call the police. So the police officer said, excuse me, the security guard says, no, if you come back inside, I won't call the police. We'll do the paperwork and so forth. So she says, so I went back inside. So guess what? He lied to me. He called the police anyways. And so I, that only happened because he lied to me. And I couldn't believe the gumption. Her reasoning is that a security guard lied to her, which, by the way, that was brilliant on his part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, a security is, you know, you take care of the situation, you defuse it, you mm -hmm. bring her back inside, you do all that. But, you know, so who cares if I lie to a convicted person anyway, yeah. a shoplifter? So my, my point is that there's no remorse from, from her. Right, exactly. So, and sometimes, you know, this is the time that she got caught. Yes. Uh, how many times, perhaps, mm -hmm. she, yeah. somebody hadn't gotten caught, yeah. right? And again, so. it just shows the lack of responsibility, yeah. the mindset, you know. Um, she victimizes herself. She right. never takes responsibility, full responsibility, for none of her actions. Right. So what would you say, so she committed welfare fraud. She had two warrants out for her arrest. Uh, she's a lifetime banned from Michael's for shoplifting. Uh, she's been evicted a couple of times. She's been cited for having her son sleeping outside in the, in the lunchroom and oh. so forth. So there's all these different things. And then on top of that, her record on the Downey City Council even for the year. That's not the reason she's being recalled. She's no, being no. recalled because she deceived the voters. You guys yes. have made that very clear yes. uh, and so forth. But on their, now if, if somebody says, okay, so what? All right. Then what? And yeah. they have. And they have. Yeah. So what? We all have a past. I said, no, I haven't shoplifted. I haven't created fraud. Yeah. Well, what is? Well, what about now? What's, what's happening now? Nothing's happening now. You know, the committee, we've taken a look at events that a council person can go to and should go to, naming from ribbon cutting to town hall meetings. Yeah, matter of fact, that 
first year she canceled her town hall yes. meeting, never had it again. The public never had an opportunity to speak with her early on. So she hasn't been around. She uses excuses, I can't afford to go to the street fair. I mean, that's more and, and the, it's free, most, right? the most laughable because yeah. that's free. Yeah. So you should be out there seeing your people. She is not representing us and hasn't been and never is. So Okay, and, so, oh, I'm sorry, I'm go ahead. I'm sorry, Mario. And, you know, again, it, it goes back to the court, lack of responsibility. Yeah. You know, yeah. a mindset. It has a lot to, you know, you can give someone so many chances, right. so many different opportunities. She's had those opportunities. You know, events are for free. You're, sh you're showing up to represent your district, right. but you're not. You're not present. You're not there to understand what's happening in your city. Right. So how can you vote, and mm -hmm. how can you say I'm representing everybody in, in district? Effort, effort hasn't even been made. There's so. no effort. So you guys, come on. This is a right-wing conspiracy. That's what she touts on there, right-wing conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to answer this, and we can edit if you don't want to answer it no. later. But can I ask you what you guys are registered, if I may, just oh. for on there? You know, we can cut it out later if you don't want it to say on there. I am, together? yeah, really. <laughs> One, two, three. Democrat. Democrat I'm a registered Democrat <laughs> so because registered I believe Democrat. for the people. You yeah. know, I am yes. for the people. Yeah. You know, my mother. I'm growing up. I'm an immigrant. I'm a I'm first a, generation. But both, both immigrants. Well, yeah. I'm first generation. My my parents came over here. You know, many years ago in the '50s, and my mother always was for kind of the underclass. When she was, um, when they were divorced, my mother was divorced. We actually were on food stamps. Yeah. I know what that's like, yeah. you know? But she was on food stamps because of the need. I was a minor, and then we were off of food stamps. You know, I've worked hard, and I've, uh, I've even had to clean houses. You know, we, we all work our way up. So going for the people, in a sense, yeah. is always what's in my mind and forefront of helping. Well, listen, I was, she called me a real estate mogul. Oh, gosh. Which, by the way, I do not own any, zero properties in the city of Downey besides my house and a portion in another house. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't mm -hmm. own any apartments. I own apartments all over the place, but not none of them in Downey. So to call me a real estate mogul. And then I, she said, I was born with a silver spoon. And she's absolutely right. Okay, I came from privilege. I really was. My family was wealthy in Cuba. In Cuba. So when you come from Cuba, you don't get to bring everything. No. In fact, you get to bring nothing. So we literally started, my dad was a janitor here when we first came, even though he was a surgeon. So we started with nothing. And so to say that I'm privileged mm -hmm. and I don't know what it's like, yeah, come on, right. so, you know, so. To add to that, you know, I know the struggles as an immigrant. I remember my father working three jobs. I barely yeah. saw him. And growing up, there was a sense of pride of working hard and making it. And, you know, when she talks about, you know, how everyone is like, we're all rich and, and you know, just have all this real estate. I'm a realtor. She's a realtor. It, it, it's sad to me because it doesn't represent any of us, it, it, what yeah. she's trying to say. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. one of the things that I, I, I work very hard to buy a house in Downey. Yeah. Um, my husband's a veteran, and we take a sense of pride in that. Of and, course. And so to me, you know, when my father came to this country, he didn't have anything. My father was a judge. Yeah. He worked three jobs. He he pumped gas. Right. And right. he was not embarrassed. Yeah. He, he told me, I'm getting paid, and we're doing something to give you a chance. And that was me. Yeah. 
You were living the immigrant story yeah, like so right, many right. others here. And there were all three of us, we've had yeah. those situations. And, and I'm a there, substitute so. teacher as well. I have three jobs. I teach class. I Yes, yeah. I'm a realtor, <laughs> but so we well, are all on, struggling. Come on, guys. This okay. whole thing is all about rent control. <laughs> and no. you guys know it. It's rent control. You're deceiving the viewers now. And I'm being facetious when I say this. So tell me, is I, I laugh at that. Because, you know, we have rent control in the city of Dallas, just like the whole state of California. Whole state, right? We have 5%. Yeah, 5%. So for me, because you guys have done amazing work. on the, You guys were out there in the hot suns, giving up your own personal time on weekends, in the rain, to get <laughs> signatures, to get this on the ballot. Not once, but twice. Mm -hmm. You've done this twice now. So to me, it's an insult to say you did it for rent control because from 5%, you want it down to 3 so for some reason, you guys are willing to work for a year and a half to do this for some landlords 2%. It's silly. It's just the premise no, is silly. No, so, no. Um, but, but tell us about the struggles. Um, how, tell us how you guys did this. I mean, all your high-priced consultants that you guys had and all these ladies out there that you guys have your own nickname that I'm going to repeat for yourselves. <laughs> but tell us all about this because... That's what she's portraying on there. And I know that you guys are just all this volunteer. Tell us about your team. And you guys go from 5 to 7 to 25. You know, you know? The, the fact of the matter is that we have a sense of pride that we live in Downey. And we love our city. And because of that, we get back. And we get back by volunteering. And I, I've never gotten paid one penny. If anything, I've worked very hard. My children have seen me. You know, I haven't attended certain functions. My husband has to be sitting there by himself so I can go door knock. And I can educate our community on who's representing them and the lack of. Yeah. So, you know, um, to me, I think um, this group came together and all the volunteers that we thank so much from the bottom of our hearts. It's just, you know, it's a community effort because we love our city and, and yeah. we wanna make a difference and we understand the impact um, it will have if she remains. Yeah, it's I, I'm amazed at the coalition you guys have put together. You have you know brown people, you have white people, you have black people, you have rich people, you have poor people, yes. uh, you have straight people, you have gay people, you have this coalition of of so many different mm -hmm. faces of Downey, and you guys have put it together for one common yes. cause. Yes. And it's for the betterment of the city. And it's you know no what? other ulterior motive. And thank you, Mario, for bringing that up. Yeah. Because, you know, as a Democrat uh -huh. and, an, and, an ally, and an ally for the LGBT community for over 25 years and a proud mother of a gay son, you know, I don't fall within what she's saying. No. Not near. Right. Yeah. And so to me, again, you know, she wants to give, give a narrative of this conservative, white, rich individual that we're far from it. You know, it's beautiful when we sit together mm -hmm. because... Oh, it gets loud oh in the room God. because we it's do have different spectrums yes. of political views. But again, yes. coming back, <laughs> it's not about a political. This no. is a bipartisan yeah. type about character, yes. and this is a character count city. Yeah, absolutely. It's about absolutely. what's right for our city it's, and, and moving it forward. Yeah. And I want to go back to his question in the sense of how did we get started? Well, all of a sudden the buzz started. Did you know? Did you hear? Yeah. Look at this. So we got together at a restaurant. All of a, a bunch of residents, some maybe in the district and some not. And all of a sudden, well, how do we do this? Well, I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. I've never done yeah. one. We knew nothing. Then we asked a friend about, well, you could go to the website on a recall. What can you do? You could recall. 
Then we had someone who was involved in the George Gascon recall yes. and gave us a little bit of advice. Another resident. Uh-huh. We're on the website. We had people looking how to write Googling. a petition. We were hand typing a petition. We didn't have any money to hire None anybody. Are you kidding me? We just barely paid for our, our dinner when we met. Yeah. So it went on and on. It took a while, like seven revisions to get yes. that thing right. That's that's seven true revisions. G- grassroots yeah. recall. Right. We literally have to go back and back. And these were mistakes that honestly we would say to ourselves, are you kidding me? Typo- yeah. Even the state of California yeah. uh, example uh, on the website was typo wrong because I was know, an executive secretary. Yeah. Many of us were. But those mistakes, and I don't mean to put you off Dorothy, yeah. I just have to say it, it's what made us even come yeah. more united to really yeah. give the us resolve. that resolve. You're t- strengthening your resolve. Yeah, so there was, there was kind of a, a, a rule book online with the state. And then we started going out. We finally got our petition done, and the city clerk approved it. Okay, now everyone tell a friend, like that hair commercial. Mm-hmm. Grab our friend, let's go walking. What we got was just signature. Are you a voter? Yes, I am. Are you D3? Sure. Wrong, because that's what happened the first time when yes. we didn't get the uh, enough signatures. Yeah. We trusted well, people to you, say they were voters. You didn't get enough Per the uh, county. Uh, yeah, the signatures. You got over 4,000. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just had to be, and there were some, yeah, registered or right. based on their signature. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a little nitpicky. Yeah. There's some that were questionable, and yet you guys were so far off. You were thousands of signatures away from getting it. Or how many were you off? But you know what? 35, yeah. 35. Yeah. I just sat there dumbfounded. Uh, 4, like, we are going to to ask them to show us and we did um another committee member and i sat for three hours at the county register's office and yes and it was true they they with this address the handwriting was different somebody you know yeah. all these little minor errors that it just didn't count I know. So. but the 35 that was heartbreaking so, so what did you guys do so 35 you've been working at this for nine months you're exhausted now the summer's coming up because that was i believe may or june of last year uh, or, or a little bit earlier than that. So now what do you do? Well, we said, <laughs> let's make sure that each signature we get, we're not stopping. Make no. sure each signature no, that no, we No, no, but get. how did you guys decide? What made you decide, we're going to do this again? Oh, I, you know? I think the fact that we were so close. I mean, it was less than 1%. Um, and because we were a grassroots um, campaign, you know, we made all those mistakes and we learned from them and we said no. We're so close. This does matter to the city, yeah. not just to the, the ten of yeah. us. Yeah. You know, this is beyond us. So And the residents, yeah. they were calling us yeah. for sign. Did you get it? Oh, I heard. Are you going to do it again? Yeah. Do it again. Do yeah. it again. I'm please like, do it again. Right. Those are the calls I was getting. And yeah. the DMs, please do it again. Yeah. Because Don't I have stop. someone else. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this time we got the, the voter record on the county recorder so we could check. We yeah. had a yes. cross-check system now. Well, listen, what you guys have done is nothing short of a miracle. We're so proud of you, and we're grateful. As a resident of the city of Downey, and I know I've talked to you guys almost daily and and everything else on there, and I know what you guys have been doing and are doing, and you have so many people behind you and so forth. And by the way, this is the brochure. Over 4,500 residents signed the petition to vote for the election is January 31st. And you can start voting by mail. It's already it's already in existence, or you could take your ballot. You know, the one thing is, there's some frequently asked questions on here, and the one thing that always comes back to me uh, on there says, okay, everybody deserves a second chance if you figure out remorse and so forth. And folks, this is here. There's a picture here. She before she got elected, the last six months before, she was with bullhorns 
going to the residence of the city council. So every time I start feeling a little human compassion, mm -hmm. I remember that. She went to Councilman Rick Rodriguez's house. This is literally on his front porch. Yes. He was in the hospital. She criticized him. She came to the next council meeting, criticized him. Oh, why isn't he here? Well, he's in the hospital. She came with the bullhorn 11 o'clock at night, and that was Mr. Uh, Rodriguez's, Councilman Rodriguez's wife and granddaughter went inside, mm -hmm. where the police had to be called. And this is on the front porch. This is a ways in from the street with the bullhorn. So she did the same thing to Councilman Saab. She did the same thing to Councilwoman uh, Fermenta. And they, where's the videos of them outside their homes disturbing the whole residence. Now, so okay, so you know what, now I'm an elected official. Maybe I regret that on there. No, she doubled down. Last year at a council meeting, when it was asked of her on there, she goes, I don't regret that at all. No. So this is even after she got elected, has no regret going mm -hmm. to people's houses with a bullhorn at 11 o'clock at night. And I recall so, her saying, well, they weren't listening to me at council, so I needed to go to their homes. We, we wanted to make sure we were heard. A council, and, a council member to her and said, oh, go ahead. Do you, you remember what he said? The council member says, it wasn't Catherine. It wasn't that they didn't hear you. It was that they didn't agree with you. Yes. You know, and that was the point he had on there. You think that 11 o'clock at night, I'm going to be talking to you about rent control? No. You know, or whatever, so when we already did. have one. And we heard and you, I but we're not three, for it. I live three streets away. I remember that afternoon, or that evening, and I couldn't even hear my TV outside. It was outside. It was a hot night, and it got scary. Where are they? Are they coming down my street? Are they on, yeah. you know, Old River? It's very, you know, intimidating, and it shouldn't be for residents. Residents yeah. are were very upset. Well, you know, people's homes are their sanctuary, and if you have, you know, if you're an adult and there's an issue at hand, there's a place and time right, for a discussion. Right, right. And we also, you know, as a mother, I cannot fathom or understand how can she think this is the right thing to do because the first person that comes to mind is Alex Saab. He has small children. Right. Right. I mean, how can you explain that to your children? Yeah, his wife right. posted a picture, right. and the you know, kids are the looking kids, out the window. Scared and the wondering. What, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. one thing is yeah. going to someone and saying, listen to me, I have a point, please hear me out. Right. But right. the tone, the mannerism, and what you're saying, I mean, you're mm -hmm. literally right. cussing these people out in front of their children, their neighbors. Yeah. That's not right. And nothing you was going to resolve it from that no. point. So, well, listen, again. The reason for the recall is because she deceived the residents on, yes. the, on the ballot and wasn't up front with her criminal record. So now it's on the ballot, okay? Mm -hmm. So you've got it on the ballot, let the residents decide. But on top of that, now the resident can decide about that part, but mm -hmm. also can decide, well, what's her actions been since he's been on the council? So they can add the two and two. Yes. This isn't about the next person. This has nothing to do with it. This election is only an up or down for her. There's nobody running on this election. Right. Yeah. So it's got nothing to do with that. So this is an opportunity for the residents in District 3 to stand up for their city and hopefully uh, they recall her, then there will be an election. And hopefully from now on, I think this recall will change the game in the future because I think that all politicians that are willing to lie about their records or deceitful about their records will now have to come clean. Yes. You know, I remember, I mean, it's just, it's just sad that this wasn't found out before, at least it could have come out before, she should have been honest. Mm -hmm. I remember a couple of years ago, we had a guy that was running for District 5 and it was discovered before the election, he didn't have one DUI or two DUIs. 
He had five. Five DUIs. Yeah, I remember And then he kept questioning, well, you all make mistakes. Well, one, two mistakes, three mistakes, four mistakes. You know what I'm saying? At what point are you kidding? And he came in last place. But the residents knew. So this thing here, she wanted to make her case. She should have done it before the election. And now you made her case for the residents of the city of Downey. This is why you're having this. You know, I recall one of the first uh, voting, um, uh, one of her first votes was when they wanted to have a code of ethics. Yes. And I was a uh, public works uh, commissioner mm-hmm. or, or a committee member. And all of us on the committee were saying, sure, we'll sign it. We'll sign yes. a code of ethics. You know, we want to be that way, transparent. She was the only council right. person that said, said no. It was a four to that, one vote. That, to me, it was, was a four to one vote. Right? Again, yeah. mindset. It talks yeah. about well, mindset. Well, she also, she also on the podcast uh, or at the city council meeting, I don't know, but I, I, it's, it's documented when they brought up the American flag and she said something, mm, that uh, flag gives me pain, which to all of us, especially us immigrants, and she's an immigrant and she claims that, you know, I'm privileged. Well, I'm privileged now because I worked hard and I stood up for that flag, you know, my so. My fought for that flag. Of course, so of course, we're really all proud of that. So, so Many know. people, again, yeah. the residents, we hear from the residents, there's a, every little different part yeah. that, that strikes them. Yeah. So. And, and you know what, um, the other thing to it is that we have knocked on so many doors in District 3. Yeah. And when you talk to the residents and you hear their struggles, their challenges that are happening in District 3. Right. And they're, they're calling out and they're emailing her, you know, um, calling her, letting her know, you know, there's issues in certain areas in District 3. We know it because we, we've done that, the door yeah. knocking. And it's sad to me when I have to say to them, has she called you back? And they're like, no. Well, can you call um, council member at the time, Formeta, or you know, Trujillo, uh, Blanca Pacheco? Yeah. You know, I mean, they have to go outside their city council person to get action, to get right. a to to get a resolution to their issue. That again is lack of representation. So, well, lack of representation. I heard it, uh, Mayor Formeta said Tuesday. It was in today's paper, mm-hmm. uh, the Downey uh, Patriot. So when, you know, what happens on committee appointments, a lot of the work done, done on committee, you got the downtown subcommittee, the budget committee, the mm-hmm. intergovernmental committees with this com- uh, group, that group. So the mayor usually appoints two people to that. So you only what she does or what she, excuse me, what the mayor does, that's what I did when I was mayor and Claudia did the same thing. You ask everybody in the council, you want to be fair yeah. with the best representation on it. So she put that out, and Catherine says, don't include me in any committees. Really? So if you look at the list, you look at the newspaper from today, the Downey Patriot, uh-huh. and, and so forth, all the subcommittees for the city of Downey, none of them, and I'm glad Claudia, or Mayor Fermetta said that, on there included, don't put me on any committees. So even, and that was last week. So as of right now, she's basically either checked herself out or saying, I don't want to do it. But I'm not saying there's three committees. I'm saying there's 20. Wow. And now it's been shared by Councilman Trujillo and Councilman Sosa mm-hmm. and Mayor Frometa. So, so, yeah. You know how I see that, Mario? You have 20 different opportunities to be present, yeah. to represent your community, and you're saying no to every single one of them. Right. Again, chances that she's not taking any action on. And to be so blatantly and say, do not include me in any of these committees. So what are you doing there? What right. are you sitting Well, she doesn't go I a mean, lot, too. She misses know, a lot. I mean, she I wasn't there Tuesday night. Uh, yeah. I, keep in mind, I yeah. don't live in District 3. Yeah. Um, but it matters to me. How can you say you represent District 3 yeah. when you're not involved in anything? Again, 
these people have issues. They're homeowners. Sure. They're struggling, you know, and so with whatever concerns they might have, they go up to their city council per person and say, please help me. But if the person is unwilling to take that phone call, answer that email, and not be part of any committee, then your absence. She never wanted to give out her, her number. So so when I was when I was on the council for eight years, and at first people said, really? I would publish my cell number, my personal cell number. It was in the Patriot several times. I want to hear from you. And they were, oh, you're going to get crank calls? I think I got one or two yeah. in eight years. So you, you err on the side of doing what's right and nothing and good things happen. But I'll tell you guys, in eight years, I didn't miss one council meeting. Not one council meeting in eight years. Now, again, that's a little bit of a different bar, and I, that was a focus for me to serve. So I can understand that you're sick, somebody in your family is sick, you've got to miss a meeting here or there, but not as many as yeah. she has. I would like to see, do some type of a survey, of how many council meetings she's missed. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, I think it's be easier to count how many she's made. <laughs> and and at, like she told Councilman Rodriguez, right? How many events? If you're sick, I remember at the microphone. Well, if you're sick and can't do the job, then resign. Yeah, that's what I she said when that. she right? went, yeah. she wasn't when on the she council. Wasn't on the council. And, and Rick Rodriguez is having physical problems. She always yes. says that she has a medical problem and can't do it. Well, uh -huh. then. Take her words. Yeah. Do the same words, okay? Well, say I that. think I think you guys are leading to her resignation by the voters. So, you know, we're, we're coming down to the end of this, folks. January 31st, uh, I want to encourage everybody to vote, um, yes. even if you support her on there, but at least it, your voice is heard. I, I, based on what I've seen in the community, people were excited that there's an opportunity to vote. People were excited that we're going to hopefully get our city back. This last election changed a lot of things. I mean, you had uh, Sean Ashton that resigned last year, and you know he was one of the votes to get rid of our city manager. Yeah. And so was Catherine. Catherine was the deciding vote to get rid of our city manager. Uh, and that's a big deal for our yes, city. Yes, very big. But now the residents elected Hector Sosa, okay? The residents re-elected Claudia Fermata. And, you know, when Blanca Pacheco resigned on there to take over the assembly seat, and then you have Councilman Trujillo. So you have three people, okay? Hopefully you're going to have only those three again because if the recall happens. So here's an opportunity for the residents of Downey. Be involved this year, okay? You have an opportunity to vote her out and vote somebody else new. And the same thing for District 1. That's in South, uh, West, Southeast Downey. So, you know what, I'm excited, you noticed it. I, I watched it on tape, the, uh, the meeting from the other night, and you already see a change. There's cooperation between oh, yeah. the three, mm -hmm. your council people. There's already a dialogue and yes. so forth without that animosity. And folks, this is an opportunity. So right, right. I'll let you guys wrap it up. Any final things either both of you wanna say? I'll start off with Dorothy. Um, well, I just feel good that I'm being proactive in the community, not saying, oh, just let it be, because this is my community. If you do nothing, then you could be part of the problem. If you want to be a solution, then be active and get involved. And for the first time ever, I feel that this is truly my community. I will be making a difference for everybody. Everyone right. tells us thank you and keep going. Great. Great. Zach? Thank you. Um, you know, to me... Um, there's, there's such a huge sense of pride in the amount of work we've, we've done as a team individually. And um, when we go to your homes and we door knock and you open the doors and some of you are so friendly, so giving, um, you know, from giving us water to even coffee and, uh, you know, extending your concerns and, and agreeing with us 
gives us, um, you know, it, it's almost like a reinforcement of saying we're doing what's right for our city. Again, no party association, it's just what's right for Downey. And I just want to say thank you to everybody for all the support, to all the volunteers, to the team itself, to us, you know, for all the work that we've done and the fact that we are making a change and we will make a change because that last meeting, I, you know, when I saw Trujillo, Formeta, and Sosa, it gave me hope. Mm -hmm. It gave me hope that all the work that I'm doing yeah. will make a difference. Yeah. And I can tell you it has, and I can tell you it will. So. And, and let me, and one more, I'm sorry, one more point. Everybody chooses where they want to live and where they yes. can live. Yes. So everybody that says, what is wrong with Downey, and that live in Downey, think again. <laughs> you chose to live in Downey yes. because you like Downey. So Downey's been doing something right. Yeah, between absolutely. the schools, between our fire, between our neighbors. We are the largest city that has the most volunteers. And yes, so yes. Downey is doing something right. And everybody that comes in from outside of the city mocking Downey, yeah. I just yeah. I, just I was always real proud of that. Our schools, I mean, oh. my kids, absolutely, my kids go to these absolutely, right now, and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, the improvement of the park, yeah. the wilderness park, is such a beautiful I'll give, park. I'll give I'll give you the the chamber of commerce feel, which is that's what it's called, not really from the chamber, but this is from <laughs> my heart. Again, I could have chosen to live anywhere, yes. and even in back days when I grew up at Huntington Park, oh my God, we got to go to Downey, right? Mm -hmm. So my wife grew up in the South Bay. So when we got married, I go, you know, we're going to go home where I live in Downey. And like, Downey? You know, she's uppity from the South Bay. She wasn't uppity on there. But, so now the other day I laughed at her. I go, honey, we've been married 38 years. We've been married. You lived in Downey longer than you lived any place else put together. So, uh, that, so we, we raised our kids here. So Downey is the 10th largest city out of 88 in L.A. County with 115,000 residents. It's special, and if you look at our logo, we helped design it. Roger Brosmer and I were the subcommittee, and the, the logo has three lines on the D. Mm -hmm. One of the lines is for our police and fire. We have our own public safety. Yes. The other one is for our school district. We have our own school. We're real proud of being independent. Yes. The third line is us, the residents in the city of Downey, okay, how special we make this. We have uh, 54 churches. We have 13 service groups, okay. We are a community of giving in the city of Downey. We're surrounded by freeways. That's why it's got the box on the logo if you look at it. Mm -hmm. But the D is not finished. It's not connected all the way because we're still a piece of work. We're still oh, uh, wow. we're still in progress. Very uh, interesting. So, yeah. yeah, and then even on the swirl, when you see the, the, the one in the box, has a swirl up, and that's for our aerospace history. So we incorporated all that. That took, that took four pizzas. And about seven <laughs> hours with an iMac. We, we, That'll we be had, another podcast, right? Because it matters, right? We did this for a year, and then yes. at the end we're like, okay, let's just do this. Um, but anyways, my point is Downey is special. Mm -hmm. And yes, we have problems and so forth. You know, you talk about, you know, we have a pothole. Do the app. We have zero graffiti yep. in the city. Yes. If you have graffiti, it's because you and I, and I'm being facetious, are too lazy to call it in. 923-4484. Yes. They know my graffiti. number everywhere, even yeah. at Cootie, you know. So. So, so anyways, all the things about the city of Downey are important. So yes, we always have some issues. But you know what? We deserve better. Okay, and I'm, I'm, you know, I've been supporting you guys, you know, with with passion and my my big voice and, and my heart, telling you keep going because you guys are amazing. And I've I've been involved in, you know, 
50 to 75 political campaigns in my life, I've never seen a more dedicated group of individuals than you guys. So the residents of the city of Downey, thank you. I personally thank you. My family thanks you. Our kids thank you. So folks, uh, January 31st is the election. We'll know that night. And she'll be either in or out. And then what happens next is sort of irrelevant at the moment. It's, it's let's just make sure that we vote. Go and do that. Turn in your ballots now. There's a, a safe ballot box right in front of City Hall. The voting place will be a District 3, will be a Furman Park. Mm -hmm. So, and if you need and any starts help. Saturday. It Saturday. starts Saturday. Saturday. Yes. 21st. On there, so yeah. Please go. So, oh, Saturday yeah. of 21st, not yeah. Saturday. Yeah, but you could, you could have already mailed in your ballots. A lot oh, of people yes. are getting their yes. ballots. Yes. You're getting, uh, you're getting a, 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 some mailers from your group and other groups. And, and yes, folks, the, the groups that, that need, want to make sure that are protected on there are taking a stand on her as they should. So anyways, want to thank you for listening to this special uh, meeting for this special podcast of Talking Downey. Um, we'll be able to, and next week we'll let Eric and make his own announcement. It's good. There's nothing bad going on. So there's nothing to feel sorry for him about. And I just can't release all this information on there. Yes. No, he didn't buy a new car. Um, but he, he's going to need to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me for yeah, all this. Yeah, Anyways, so, so listen. So thank you folks so much for listening to our show today. Thank you to both of you, Slade, you and your, your team, because your team is amazing, fantastic. Thank you for and, and, and so let's go out and get the vote. Thank you. Uh, oh, thanks for our, our sponsor, Financial Partners Credit Union, that sponsors our podcast. They, they're heavily in, uh, invested in our community, too. So thank you for listening. Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. <laughs>